Hey guys, welcome to the Fellowship Greenville Students Podcast. This week, one of our student interns, Joy Ryman, taught on God as the author of all of life. Though we might write our own story differently, there is comfort in surrendering to the author who is writing something more beautiful than we can currently see. We hope you enjoy the message. Good morning, middle school. Uh, My name is Joy. I am the high school intern. Um, and I know Dallas just entered or said goodbye to all of us. So you guys know who I am. But um, so I had the opportunity to teach to you guys about a month ago. And I got to tell you guys a little bit about myself, a little bit about my family, my mom, my dad, my sister, my brother. And I got to tell you about some of the hobbies I enjoy, such as hiking and camping and also playing volleyball. So I know you guys already know all about that. Um, But today I kind of wanted to give you a little bit more in-depth details about my life that you might not have known um, just off surface level conversation. So a little bit about me is I'm actually from the West Coast. I was born in Arizona, um, and I don't know if any of y'all have ever been to Arizona, but it's super dry, super hot. Have any of y'all seen a cactus before? Yeah, there's a ton there. Um, so that's where I grew up, really hot. I've also lived in Washington State, and it's really rainy there. You've been to Washington? Oh, okay, cool. You know it's really rainy there. Um, (laughs) And then I also lived in Idaho for a little bit, and it's really cold there and freezing, mountainous. So I've lived in a lot of different areas, um, but I actually moved to South Carolina when I was y'all's age. I was in middle school. Um, So I've been in South Carolina since. But because I've moved so much, all my family still lives on the West Coast. My grandma, my grandpa, all my cousins, all my aunts and uncles, they all still live out there. Um, And because I've moved so much, I've been to a lot of different schools. I've tried out a lot of different um, types of schools. Sometimes I've had a lot of friends. Sometimes I haven't had a lot of friends. Um, I've also tried out a lot of different churches because I've moved around so much. And, um, yeah, so if I'm being honest, um, I don't know if I was in charge of writing my own story. I don't know if my life would have looked the same way. Um, it probably would have been written a little differently. Some of my past moments, some of my present moments, and even some of my future moments, if I was in charge of writing it, it probably would look a lot differently. Um, so you can ask yourself, if you were in charge of writing your own story, would you would your story, would your life look the way it looks today? So right now, us interns over the summer, we're in a series called Our Father, Delighting in Who God Is. So two weeks ago, Micah, he taught us about our Father's loving kindness, and he shared that Jesus sees us in our mess. He steps into us, sorry, he steps into it and showers us with loving kindness. And then we had Danny teach to us last week, and he taught about our Father's grace. And he said that despite our sin and shame, God chooses to have grace on us when we recognize our sin and our need for him. So today, um, we're still in our Our Father series, and I'm talking about how our Father is our author, the author of our story. So if you guys will just bow your heads and close your eyes, I just want to pray over the room before we start. 
Dear Jesus, I just thank you for this opportunity that we get to have today to meet in a church and respond to your truth. I just pray that we receive the truth and we have ears to hear today. And I just pray that through the, that your spirit of God is made known through your word of God today. In Lord Jesus' name, amen. So, this is a book. Have any of you guys read a book that's this big before? I am very impressed because when I was in middle school, I don't think I ever would have read a book this big. Um, so I'm going to flip to a random page, and I want you guys to tell me when to stop. So, okay, I heard stop. <laughs> All right. So if I were to read this one page, this one page, I feel like you guys wouldn't really understand what happened before this page and what's happening after this page. Things might look a little messy. Things might be a little confusing. You might not know the characters in the, in the page that I'm reading. The setting could be in a castle. It could be in a field. And you wouldn't really know why they're there. You'd be a little confused. And um, so our life can kind of look like a book in some ways. We have a path, sometimes we can be in a path of unknown, in a journey of unknown. We don't really know what's right in front of us. We don't really understand fully everything that's happened in the past. Sometimes it's hard for us to see the big picture of everything that's happening. But today I'm talking about how our God is our author and he is a God who knows all those things. He is a God who knows what's happened in the past. He's a God who knows what's about to happen in the future, what's in the next chapter of your life, what's in the ne on the next page of your life. And I think that's just a really comforting thing to lean on. So we're going to open up to, if you have your Bibles, your physical copy of the Bible, you can open up to Hebrews 12. And if you do not, it will be on the screen. So Hebrews 12.2 says, Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. So in this passage, we see that God is described as our author, the perfect source of our faith, and a savior who endured the cross. Our father is the author, the perfect author who is writing your story. And we're going to first look at the word faith in this, um, in Hebrews 12 too. So faith is the assurance of things revealed and promised in the word that they are true, even though they are sometimes unseen. So we know that God is the source of our faith. So when we, we know that his word says truth, even in our unknown, that he is working and he is the author, the perfect author that's writing our story. So you can ask yourself, what is my story? What is the purpose of my story? So I have three points for you guys today. Our author, he calls us. So we are called by our Father to be a part of what he's writing for us. So kind of unlike this book, just a little bit differently, is our author wants to be a part of the story that's being written. Our author is narrating the story, and he invites us to be a part of what he's doing. So I'm going to read a verse in Ephesians. You don't have to flip to it, but um, just listen to these truths that it says in Ephesians. It says, 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purposes of his will. So from these, this verse, we know that God has chosen us before the beginning of the whole world. He chose us before the world was even created to be his child, to be, he wants to be our father. So he calls us to him. And he desires a relationship with you, and he wants to spend time with you. So he is an author who wants to be a part of the story that he's writing for you. And so I want to encourage you to know that his will and his purposes are what he's calling you to. So you might ask yourself, what is the story of God? How do I have this story incorporated in my own life? So I'm going to read Hebrews 12 to one more time, and I want you guys to focus on these truths that are being said in this scripture. I'm going to read it one more time. Let us fix our eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy set before him endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. And so in this verse, we see that Jesus is the son who stepped down from the throne and endured the cross on behalf of you and I. He is the saving author. He has saved us. And so that leads us to our second point, which is our author loves us. And this is pretty much in this book, the gospel, this is the story that's being told. It's a Jesus saving and restoring humanity. And that is the story that is the foundation of every single one of y'all's story, the story of Jesus. God's love for us is shown on the cross when he chose to step down. And because he did that, because he endured this, the cross, he, that's an act of love. And we can live in that relationship with him of being our author. So that is the story that's woven into every single one of our stories. And we live today because he conquered that for us. And so he's an intimate author that's narrating your story. And he's an author who wants to live with you eternally, which leads us to our third point, which is he's an author who keeps us. He keeps us with him forever. And that is the focus of our story, and it's an eternal hope of our story. So you can be sitting there every single day thinking, what am I living for? What is the purpose of my story? And it's that we have eternal hope with Jesus because he loves us and because he, he has called us to him. And I think that's comforting to know because he's not done writing your story. You have an eternal hope living with him forever and ever. So lean t um, talk to the person next to you and repeat those three points to them. He calls us, he loves us, he keeps us. So now you might ask yourself, how am I supposed to respond to these truths? How am I supposed to incorporate these truths, and what am I supposed to do next now that I know this? How does this shape my everyday life? I believe that that answer to that question is wrapped up in one word, and that word is surrender. I think it's really cool that our author is writing different stories for every single one of us. All our stories, all our lives are going to look different, 
but if we are called to surrender to the will and the purposes that God has for your story. And it's going to look different than everyone else's. And I think we can see this even when Jesus was on earth. When Jesus was doing ministry on earth, he submitted to the Father's plan for him. He said, Father, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And we are called to imitate the same posture of being, Lord, I surrender to your will. I surrender to what you're doing in my life because you are my author and I trust you. So I think something that I took, took away in my own personal testimony is trusting that he is my author and allowing his goodness to overflow into my life and trusting that he is working all things for my good. And that means even in the midst of trials, even in the midst of hardships, in the midst of pain, it's surrendering looks like trusting that God is working and for your good and he's going to lead you through it. Not meaning that things won't be difficult. You will face trials. But God is continuing to move and work. And to kind of paint a little picture of this, I have an illustration. So just imagine a father and a little three-year-old boy. So when you guys are about to cross the road, what are you supposed to do? Look both ways, yes. But this little three-year-old boy, he doesn't know that yet. He's only three And so he runs out into the middle of the road, and a car starts to come. But the father reaches out, grabs the little three-year-old, and pulls him out of the road. But the little three-year-old looks up at his father, and he's like, Ow, Dad, my shoulder hurts. Like, that was a lot of pain. Why would you do that to me? And he doesn't understand that his father is protecting him, and he's saving him. And I think even in our own lives, we can have that same kind of mindset of being like, Lord, why am I facing pain? Why am I facing trials? But ultimately, our Father is working for our good. He he sees what's already before us. He already knows what can happen to us. And he's working for our good, and he's protecting us. So an encouragement to you guys is to lean on that your story is beautiful. Jesus is writing, our author is writing a beautiful story for you. He is working for your good, and he is narrating your story right now. He ordained you guys to be here right now. He, knows, he knew that you were going to be here right now. He knows what's happened in your past. He knows what's happening right now in your future, and he know, or right now in your present, and he knows what's about to happen in your future. So we're called to believe this, the story of Jesus and trust the story of Jesus because we know that he calls us to himself He loves us fully, and he's going to keep us, and we have hope in that. So that is how we're called to respond to these truths.